Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner. I'm very excited to say that it's time for another habit. We are fully into this 26 habits now and it's time for habit number eight. And just a reminder, if you're just coming to the podcast now and you want to know what the previous seven 26 habits have been, then it couldn't be easy. I'm going to put the link in the show notes to the pool because I've actually teamed up with the pool and this is where you can find um, important show notes and also the podcast every Monday morning in the eight o'clock news drop. Please do make sure that you have it bookmarked so that you can always be in touch with what's happening in 26 Habits. So habit number seven was trying to foster a healthier relationship with my phone by implementing a few uh, rules and restrictions, shall we say definitely pop back to the previous episode that gives you an update to tell you how those went. But for habit number eight, I'm going to try a ketogenic diet. Now, why should anyone even think about this? It's something that I tried and failed at last year in a pre-26 habits world. But a ketogenic diet is one that's low carb and where the body produces something called, called ketones in the liver to be, to be converted into energy. Ketogenic is one name for it, but it's also known, or it's there are similar diets of similar names that follow very, very similar principles, such as the low carb diet or the, the LCHF, which is low carb, high fat. Um, and here's the reasoning behind switching to this type of diet. And for the purposes of continuity, continuity, um, I'm going to just call it ketogenic. When you eat something that's high in carbs, the body produces glucose and insulin. Now, glucose is the easiest molecule for your body to convert and use as energy. And it's the source of energy that your body will choose over any other type of energy. It literally, it's like, as soon as you've got any of that in your body, it goes, boom, energy, thanks very much. And it discards the rest. So insulin is produced by the body to then process glucose in the bloodstream and transport it around the body. That's what's going on when you're eating. But here's the thing. If glucose is being used as the primary source of energy, the fat you consume isn't needed. The body goes, no, thanks for, thanks for your application. We've had a lot of uh, very talented applicants this year. Unfortunately, we don't need you. And instead of processing it, using it as energy, the body as a reflex stores it as fat. So in simple terms, when you go into ketosis, the body switches from using carbohydrates, those glucoses, as fuel to using your fat stores and these ketones. And when I first started reading up on this last year, 
The analogy that just came into my mind and has really stuck is the idea of switching from a diesel run car to an electricity run car. And the benefits aren't just um, as you would imagine with something that is um, low carb, high fat. It isn't just about weight loss or fat loss. When you think about the fact that we have hundreds times more fat calories stored in our bodies than sugar calories, and I think it's something like you have hundreds of thousands of fat calories, but at any one time, probably maybe maximum 10,000 of sugar calories, it kind of makes sense to use the biggest store of energy, right? The, if you've got hundreds of thousands of calories that are fat calories stored in your body, but you're, only, but you're only using the sugar ones for energy, kind of doesn't seem as efficient, does it? So I wanted to kind of test this out. The principles of the ketogenic diet are based on eating a specific percentage of macronutrients. So you go high on fats, think sort of around the 60% mark. You're moderate with your protein, think 35%, and you are low on the carbs. So we're talking about 5% of the diet. And what that does is it forces the body to use these ketones for energies. And ketones are essentially the byproduct of burning fat. And you can measure them very simply with urine test strips. I'm going to put the link in the show notes if you're interested in measuring your ketones. But um, they're not that expensive. You just pee on them in the morning. You will see a colour change, uh, which is dependent on how far into ketosis you are. I think it's something like mild, medium, moderate or whatever, and then high. And it's very simple, take seconds. And that's all very well and good, but you're probably wondering what a ketogenic diet looks like. So think natural fats, fish, chicken, meat and vegetables that grow above ground. And thankfully cheese, but you know, tempting it as it is, (laughs) that's not a license to go crazy at the deli counter. But it does mean that foods such as bread, fizzy drinks, potatoes, etc. are all off the table because your body won't switch gears into that fat burning mode if you're still fueling it with these sorts of carb heavy foods. And of course, we come to the question of why. Well, I've seen a lot of research that suggests the benefits of a ketogenic diet extend far beyond weight loss. The eager-eared among you will no doubt have thought that there's a symmetry with the Atkins diet, which also puts your body into a fat-burning state. But the difference between keto and Atkins is that uh, with Atkins, you do the starvation of carbohydrates in the early stages to get your body into a fat burning mode. And then you gradually reintroduce carbohydrates when you started sort of when you switch gears. In any event, there's a heck of a lot of research pointing to the fact that a low carb diet has many health benefits. And this is where my ears really did prick up. Let me just list some of those for you because it's pretty compelling. So it can trigger fat burning. Ketogenic diets can be very effective for fat loss, but they ultimately re- because they ultimately reset your body to burn fat as its primary primary fuel source, as described earlier. This makes the diet extremely effective for getting lean. There's also evidence to suggest ketogenic diets are very significant for burning belly fat, but that might be more successful in men. But that's another caveat and a bigger topic. But in terms of fat burning, ketogenic diet is proven to be incredibly efficient. The other thing is that it can stabilize blood sugar. A ketogenic diet actively lowers glucose levels and improves the resistance to insulin. And without frequent carbohydrate intake, blood sugar levels can stabilize more rapidly. Which brings me onto the subject of snacking. I definitely used to write a lot of features about um, small meals all throughout the day. So uh, maybe three larger meals with two snacks in between. And it was the sort of theory behind it was if you aren't having those slumps between meal times, 
then your blood sugar won't dip, you won't reach for a sugary snack, all of those sorts of things. And it was also seen as if you're keeping that blood sugar level, there will be other benefits. But I'm seeing more and more research that's just saying snacking is just a bit of a nonsense, to be honest. And actually, if you're eating correctly, in the right way for your body, because let's not forget that some people can tolerate different food groups better than others. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And if you're eating three meals a day that suit you, you shouldn't be having those dips in the afternoon or needing to reach for a latte at four o'clock. Although, let's face it, we've all been there. There's also a lot of evidence to suggest that it's actually really good for yielding better results in the gym. So bodybuilders preparing for competitions um, who need to get a quicker than normal result up for keto because it will elicit those results if they're also uh, combining it with weight work. But the other exercise advantage that I thought was really interesting is you need less oxygen to make energy from the ketone bodies than you do from carbohydrates. So that means that the demands for oxygen are much less when exercising, which could actually drastically increase your endurance performance. This is interesting to me because at the beginning of the year, I, every year, I buy, I say I buy, my family very kindly given to me as gifts, I get the Passion Planner. And one of the things I love about the Passion Planner is it's a diary, but it's laid out in a really excellent way. And at the end of every month, you have various check-ins and you can set goals and it just ticks all of my boxes. And at the beginning of the year, there's kind of a big double page spread and you can fill it out with anything that you want. And I set myself a goal of running five kilometers in under 30 minutes by the, uh, the end of March, so March 31st, 2018. And I got really close and I didn't do it. And part of it's mental issues in terms of like every time I stop running for slightly longer, I kind of talk myself out of it, even though my legs, um, heart and lungs are fine. But there we go. But I'm wondering if adapting and using keto will help me actually finally reach that goal. It would be very interesting. So I will keep you posted on that. 
The other thing is that it's shown to have really positive benefits in terms of brain health because these ketone bodies can cross the blood-brain barrier really well and your brain can use them efficiently for energy and the brain is a very hungry muscle or so it it needs a lot of energy and so if you are able to give it um, sustained energy that it can digest very well then there are proven mental performance advantages too. So that's the reason why the ketogenic diet is worth considering. But why didn't I stick with it when I tried it last year? I know many of my listeners would have been wondering <laughs> why I flagged that up right at the beginning. And I'll be really honest with you. It turns out that transitioning from a sugar burner to a fat burner to be crude gives you something that's lovingly called keto flu where you feel really crappy. So think about really bad PMS or think about those days when you're over the flu but you're not back to your full health so things like walking to the shops make you break out in a sweat that's kind of what keto flu felt like and I hadn't really planned for it and I was busy at work and it just wasn't it just didn't make any good sense to walk into meetings grey going uh, could you just give me a really uh could you give me an easy time, please? Because I'm switching from glucose burning to fat burning and quite frankly, I'm feeling quite rubbish. So I think I fed myself some carbs. I'm someone who has never achieved a weight in a clothing size I feel happy with when I when I exercise. I'm gonna go back and make sure I say that right. I'm someone who has only ever achieved a weight in a clothing size I feel happy with when I exercise a lot and eat very little. And when I do that, the results are pretty obvious but it's completely unsustainable. And it, and also I'm very hard on myself. I am somebody who, if I'm gonna exercise, I wanna do it every day to the max. And the first time I have to take a day off, I lose that resolve. I immediately, the decline is imminent because as soon as I sort of miss that streak, that's why I get a bit, uh, I'm a bit anti those streaks, you know, hey, I've done 30 days of this, or I did so-and-so in a row, because I know that if I miss a day, it really affects my motivation and my get up and go. But it means that I'm caught in this sort of weird cycle of yo-yoing where I'm able to sustain something for a little while, get reach a result, but then immediately um, fall back. And habit number six was intermittent fasting. And I'm keen to find out whether combining IF, especially as I'm very comfortable with that 16 to 8 ratio, um, might help me navigate a ketogenic diet more easily because I've also found that intermittent fasting's really numbed any food cravings. So when I tried ketosis before all I could think about was carbs which is pretty predictable on any restrictive eating plan so I'm wondering whether having done intermittent fasting now for what is it six weeks four weeks that's right it's four weeks um when I start keto I wonder whether that will make a huge difference to whether I actually dip into keto flu or not whether it's as aggressive as it felt last time but anyway it's all to play for, and obviously I'm going to be keeping you posted on Instagram stories. I will include pictures of those pee strips, sorry about it, um, to prove to you whether or not I'm in ketosis during the two weeks. And if you're doing 26 habits alongside me, as I know some of you are, then please do email me on thebeautypodcast.gmail.com to let me know how you're getting on. And don't forget to follow me on social media where I'm at Emma Guns. And I'll also be chatting about this in the Facebook forum. So if you want to get involved, please do follow the link in the show notes and um, apply apply to the group. And I personally go in um, once a day, once every two days and approve everybody. It's a closed group. It's a private group. I approve everybody personally and I'm so keen for you to join in because we're having a lot of fun over there. 
And if you're enjoying the show, I would be so grateful if you could leave a five star review on iTunes or wherever it is that you stream and listen to this show. Thank you so, so much for listening and thank you to everybody who has been in touch. I am excited for this one. I think it's going to be a challenge. Join me, won't you, on Instagram stories where I'll be documenting the whole thing. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next one. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.